God bless you. God bless you. This is Apostle Anthony Wilson uh, broadcasting on Anchor Radio. Um, If you're listening to us on Anchor, you can respond. You can uh, give a hand clap. You can even uh, uh, just like us and follow us on Anchor Radio. Uh, We're also recording. uh, We're also broadcasting uh, on Spotify and CastBox and uh, Google Play. And so we're in various different places uh, that you may be listening to this podcast. But uh, today we're going to dive into a subject that uh, for most Christians uh, is something that they don't talk about much uh, anymore. Um, And it is the discipline or the spiritual discipline of fasting and praying. Um, and so many uh, feel like, oh, it's religious, it's legalistic, you know, it's um, it's man's tradition. But the Bible uh, speaks of fasting extensively from the Old Testament into the New Testament. Um, and Jesus talked about it um, as well um, as a part of uh, the walk that we have with the Lord. And so he came, he went and talked about the protocol of what it looks like. Um, after he taught on prayer, he taught on fasting. He connected the two. And over the last uh, eight days or so, I've been fasting, no food, just um, liquids. Um, and uh, I feel great. I feel empowered. I feel um, connected to the Holy Spirit. I feel like God is really doing and showing me some things. And I want to share some of these things with you, uh, my listeners on fasting because fasting is a lost art. Not a lot of people, um, have been uh, fasting as of late. Uh, they've given it up and they said, Oh, that's, you know, uh, that's legalistic, but fasting has many, many benefits. And so we're going to dive into this. Um, we're going to look at the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter six, verses six through 18. So if you're following along with me, if you can grab your Bible, uh, if you're at home, or if you can, uh, if you don't have your Bible, you can just listen as I read it in Matthew chapter six, verses 16 through 18. And it's the new King James version. It says, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, They have their reward. This is powerful because a lot of times uh, people don't understand that some of the things that you do for the applause and the appreciation of people and for people to see you doing it and enjoy you doing it. uh, What happens is uh, the Lord says, well, that's your reward. Those applause that you get is all you'll get. Uh, Whatever it is that you're fasting for, whatever it is that you're hoping to accomplish, Uh, outside of the applause of men. If you've done it for their applause, if you've done it for their recognition, their recognition is all that you will get. And see, when you're really fasting, when you're really going before the Lord for a very specific reason, and you're really seeking God for something, you don't want the, the applause of men. You want the appreciation of God. Amen. And so verse 17, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. In other words, don't don't uh, you, you don't want to walk around unshaved and you know you ain't brushing your teeth and you're just looking the part that I'm fasting, I'm I'm somber, I'm sacrificing to the Lord. But no, you need to clean yourself up. You know, edge up your beard, get you a nice lineup, do your hair, put your makeup on, all the stuff that you do. You don't want to just act like, oh man, I'm so down and out because I'm fasting. No, 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 no. He said, but when you fast, anoint your head with oil and wash your face 
so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in secret, who is in the secret place and your father who sees you in secret will reward you openly. Uh, He'll reward you openly. He'll reward you with answered prayer. He'll reward you with spiritual wisdom. We're going to get into that. He'll reward you with the power to deal with the demonic and to shift atmospheres. He will reward you uh, with uh, 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 just just his presence. Uh, There is such a presence of God. Uh, uh, There is such a connection in the spirit uh, when you are fasting. And so we want to not do it for the reward of men. We don't want to do anything for the reward of men. Period. Point blank. We don't want to do anything for the reward of men. We want to do it so that our Heavenly Father sees us and He may reward us according to His heart and His desire for our life. Uh, let's move on. We're going to talk a little bit more about fasting. Um, and the place I want to go to is uh, we're going to go over to Mark. Yeah, let's go to Mark chapter 9, verse 29. Um, I may just read the whole story just so that you get it. But the disciples uh, were having a struggle. (laughs) Uh, They were having a struggle. And Jesus uh, intervened in this struggle uh, with uh, the admonition of uh, there's some things that only come out through fasting and praying. And so in this particular passage, there was a young boy. Um, who um, was foaming at the mouth, gnashing his teeth. He would become rigid, uh, what would look like a, 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 um, a seizure uh, today. Uh, this little boy was going through it. And the Bible says that uh, he would often have fits and he would be thrown into the fire and into the water uh, to be destroyed. And they realized that this was not just a seizure, but something was attacking him. Uh, something was attacking him and it wouldn't let him speak. Um, it wouldn't let him open his mouth and cry out. Uh, and Jesus steps in because the disciples could not get this spirit to come out. And I'm going to pick it up in verse 23 of Mark chapter nine. And it says, and Jesus said to them, Uh, If you can believe all things are possible to him who believes and immediately the father cried, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, death and dumb spirit. I command you come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out convulsed him greatly and came out of him and he became as one dead and so many said he is dead (laughs) but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose and when he had come into the house his disciples asked him privately why could we not cast it out so he said to them this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting that, that, that there's something to a life of prayer and fasting when a believer dedicates themselves uh, to, to prayer and fasting if it's once a week if it's twice a week if it's once a month twice a month this is important that we live a lifestyle of fasting and prayer prayer and fasting because there are certain things that we're going to come up against 
that we're going to have to have denied ourselves. We're going to have to have emptied ourselves out. We're going to have to have dedicated ourselves and consecrated ourselves unto the Lord. Uh, uh, and the enemy has is just afflicted people nowadays with high blood pressure and low sugar and all kinds of things so that people, if they attempt to fast, uh, 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 they feel sick. They can't, you know, they can't make it through a fast. But I guarantee if you take some time and you build yourself up, you start with fasting for half a day or, and then grow to a whole day and then, you know, grow to two days and then grow to three days and develop your fasting game. Get your get your fasting game on point. You, you'll be at a place where you have the kind of power, the kind of spiritual influence and impact that when things come your way, you can speak to them as Jesus did and rebuke them and tell them not to come back anymore. I love what he said that when the spirit cried out and convulsed him greatly and came out of him, um, the young boy uh, became like dead, but Jesus called that deaf and dumb spirit. He commanded it to come out and not to enter this young man anymore. It's the power of prayer and fasting. Let's look at another verse in the book of Acts. Go to the book of Acts. Uh, and this is where the Apostle Paul and Barnabas uh, were getting ready to be sent out uh, to do the work of the Lord. And it's important that any time, any time there's a great work that needs to be done, that there is a season or a time of fasting and praying before you embark upon that thing. And so in Acts chapter 13, verses two and three, here's what it says. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted in the Holy Spirit. Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. And so we see here that uh, before they sent them out, before uh, they sent them anywhere to do the work of the Lord, uh, they fasted and they prayed and they laid hands on them and sent them out. And look at the next verse in verse four. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down uh, to Selecula and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And so they were sent out by the Holy Spirit through fasting and praying. There's so many times that we don't understand that to connect to God on a deeper level and hear from God in a deeper place. Sometimes you can't hear from God because of all the cheeseburgers you're eating. <laughs> sometimes you can't hear from God because of Taco Bell. Or sometimes you can't hear from God because you won't turn down your plate and focus on God. Jesus said, if anyone is to come after me, he must first deny himself, pick up his cross and follow me. Uh, I want to uh, talk about one more thing before I end this. I don't want to uh, be too long on this one. I want to hit this one hard and then back off of it and allow you to be able to uh, message me your questions on Facebook or uh, through uh, whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, if I shared it with you on Facebook, message, message me back with your questions about fasting. But here's the final verse or final set of verses that I'm going to talk to you about that fasting is not just food. Uh, fasting is not just food. A lot of times people only see fasting as food, but it's not just food. If you go with me to Isaiah chapter 58, verses three through seven, we're going to break down some powerful, powerful verses on fasting. Um, and fasting is to develop character, is develop spiritual integrity. It will develop self-control. 
uh, it will de de develop a, a peace on the inside of you, a humility, uh, and just a divine uh, connection with God. So let's look at Isaiah chapter 58, uh, verses 3 through 7. He says, Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our soul, and you take no notice? In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exploit all of your labors. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate, and you strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. Is, is it a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and spread out sackcloth and ashes? Uh, would you call this a fast, an acceptable day to the Lord? Is this not the fast that I have chosen? This is God speaking now to loose the bounds of wickedness and undo the heavy burdens and let the oppressed go free and that the yoke uh, that that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry that you may bring to your house the poor who are cast out? And when you see the naked that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Listen, these people were fasting. They were doing the right thing, but they were doing it for the wrong reason. They were doing it to, to, to make their voice heard on high, to force God to hear them. And God said, the only time that you should fast is when I call a fast. He said, and when I have chosen a fast, my fast is a fast for powerful deliverance. He said to loose the bonds of wickedness, verse six, and to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free and that you break every yoke. And the power of fasting is to set people free, to break the yokes, to uh, create freedom in the lives of people. And he said, when you fast, take what you wouldn't eat. Take what you would have eaten and give it to somebody who's hungry. Uh, take and bless those that, that, that need a blessing. Uh, don't just hide your face from each other. Don't just hide indoors and act like, oh, I'm, I'm so sanctified and holy. He said, no, I want you to serve others in your fasting. I want you to be a blessing in your fasting. And so sometimes God will choose a fast. That will cause you to go out and do something instead of what you normally do. God will say, you skip a meal to give somebody else a meal. You don't buy no, no new clothes so that you can buy somebody else new clothes. But you serve others because God wants to see us loving one another. And so whatever type of fasting you do, make sure that God calls the fast. Don't just fast because you're trying to lose weight, trying to lose a few pounds, because that won't connect you to a deeper place with God. God wants you to be closer to him and connected to him. And he wants his heart to beat with your heart. He wants you to think with his thoughts. He wants you to be so connected with him uh, that you move when he says move and you do when he says do. Hopefully, uh, this has been a powerful teaching and this, this will help you. I have plenty more scriptures. So if you have questions, uh, comments, concerns, please message me back. Please talk to me. Um, it would be a blessing to me to hear from you, to know that you are listening. God bless you. And I'll talk to you soon. Come and visit us one of these Sundays at Shore Foundation Community Fellowship Church. We have a 9 a.m. Uh, service and an 11 a.m. service. We're located at 1350 Chambers Road. 
Road, uh, Suite 107 in Aurora, Colorado, 80011. Come check us out anytime. Message me. Say, hey, Pastor, I want to come. Pastor, I want to come and check out your ministry, what, what God is doing over there at Shore Foundation anytime. God bless you, and I hope to hear from you soon.